So I think I'm gonna start wearing like suits and tuxedos. Manners maketh man. I have an umbrella now. Perfect. I'm down to do it. Umbrella suit. I already got the glasses, dude. Like I have the shoes already. And Next I can just step. walk around with an umbrella and then start going to bars and just, just randomly saying manners maketh Man. And just start locking doors just randomly? Cool, just throwing bottles at everybody. <laughs> and then unlocking and run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm out of there. <laughs> my butt kick. Heck yeah, dude. What's up, everybody? It's a special edition of the Beta Report today. We wanted to give our live reactions to a movie we just saw. Literally Isn't it like. An independent movie. No, I'm just kidding. To, I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dude, literally just got back from the theater. And we're giving you guys our fresh thoughts on Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Yes. And uh, it, if you guys want a media reaction, go to our Facebook page at The Beta Report. And uh, we put up a little video of the um, our reactions to the movie. So go check that out. But uh, for a deeper Inside of the movie is what we're going to about to do right now. But we also want to talk about a couple other things. Uh, some other uh, Netflix uh, show that I watched. I wanted to talk a little bit about that. And our three most anticipated fall new and returning TV shows. Like we could be here and do a three-hour podcast and all the TV shows that are coming back. I know. Or they're here. But uh, we're just going to pick our top three. It's just... Push Jackson out of the way. Yeah, dude. Jackson, he's like up. he's like all up in my face. I'm serious, get out of here. I love him though. Jackson, uh, and Jackson's not a little child. I have Jackson is actually my dog. I know. <laughs> what do you want, fool? Get over there. Do you want to say something? <laughs> 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 smelling the mic. All right, go. Get out. That's funny. Anyways, um, so yeah, dude, let's talk a little bit about uh, Kingsman. Let's do it. Golden Circle. Let's do it, dude. So we just saw it, like we just said, and uh, we actually liked it. We we did like it. I have a few qualms about it, a couple little things about the uh, movie, but uh, why don't we start about the stuff that we did we did like? Yeah, I feel like overall, um, it was a very entertaining movie, and I love that they don't shy away from being um, absurd in any way. Like it's. I feel like they're uh, acknowledging the fact that a lot of the stuff that goes on in their universe in this movie is ridiculous. And I think it's and you see it in a lot of the promotional stuff and a lot of the marketing like they're obviously OK with having over the top characters and over the top action. And it like totally works to their advantage, dude. Like I I that's I, and I think that's kind of like a a uh, you know, it's going to be like a trademark of the Kingsman movies is that. It's like it openly uh, acknowledges the fact that it's like ridiculous. Like they kind of did like in the in in the first one, where it was like you know they were talking about the old school far fetched spy movies or whatever. So it's kind of like a return to that. Yeah, but you know what's funny? Genre. It's funny you say that because it's over the top, but it's not Fast and Furious over the top. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Fast and Furious started being like cartoonish, or whatever, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, just kind of like okay, come on. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna jump from one building to another. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. It's not like that though. In it's, a car with no brakes. Yeah, right. And on skis and uh, seriously, like, yeah, like, it's, it's not. Crap. Yeah, it's not like that. For some reason, like it is over the top. Like the action is over the top, but in a good way. Like right. it's it's crazy. It's like oh my god, this is crazy. But it's I think like you I think you, you hit it. 
the nail on the head. There you go. Yep. Right. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. That uh, it's it's action that's believable in this world. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like yeah, you they're secret agents and they uh, I mean they're capable of doing those kind of stuff. And right. it's not like they fly or they like do some crazy stuff. It's just that the action is crazy. You right. Know? Like it's right. just like dude, it's like so like exciting to watch. I think mm-hmm. that's. Definitely, um, one of the uh, one of the things that d- differentiate this movie from other type of action movies, where the the action itself is it is a set piece itself. You know what right, I mean? Like yeah, it's actually definitely. like like for example, in the first movie, the standout scene is the church scene. Right. And although the second one doesn't, I don't think there's anything in the second movie that tops the church scene. Mm-hmm. It definitely tries. It, yeah. It's definitely trying to go bigger. And better, yeah. Uh, but maybe not better, but still, it was good. I right, was right. Good. And I kind of feel like they, and I don't know if it was an intentional choice, but I feel like the scope on this one is a lot is a lot bigger. So I don't know if, as a whole, they were trying to make the entire movie kind of like the church scene, if that kind, if that makes mm-hmm. sense, like so that they wouldn't have like one standout scene. I feel like they try to make the whole movie like you know, stand out and that they're, you know, they're going like that first scene, um, you know, of Eggsy being chased, you know, and, and that's right uh, off the bat. That's like, it's like first... right off the bat. And it's just, it, but, and yeah. it's like, it's like a cool scene. Do like the action in that was like super cool. And, and it introduces you to a familiar character that we won't mm-hmm. give away, but it's like, even that was kind of like, Oh snap, what the heck? Like that kind of catches you off guard a yeah. little. And um, yeah. It's... So it was like, I feel like as a whole, if you put like the entire movie, you know, like, it like it, it, I feel like it does. Yeah, it's it's bigger, so it kind of like tries to live up to that one scene. Not to say that that the first Kingsman was an entertainer, didn't have like a lot of good action, but it was like you have that one memorable scene that kind of like overshadowed everything else, um, even like heads being blown off or whatever. Um, but in this one, I kind of feel like as a whole, the total it was like trying to like do more on the action. Like rev up the action a little bit more so that the entire movie can kind of be looked at as like standout, I guess. Yeah, definitely, dude. Um, and uh, of course, you know, I, I'm surprised that um, uh, what's his name, um, Edgar. Um, I gotta look up his name real quick. The, the main dude. Think, yeah, Taron. Taron Egerton. Egerton. Like Egerton. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like he isn't in enough things, you know what I mean? Like, he's he's not mm-hmm. in other movies, and I think he's he's really good. Yeah, for sure. In fact, I think he... The movie as a whole, I don't think is better than the first, but I kind of like him better in this movie, in this movie than the yeah. first one. And, I kind of know him a little bit better, you know what And I, mean? like, I feel like they did something really interesting with him and his character in this one, in that it kind of, like... I feel like it breaks... In a good way, I feel like it breaks the... Um, it breaks the uh like that that uh super spy trope of like him like just sleeping with a bunch of different people and like just kind of like they make that like a, a like you know like a, a big scene in the movie uh but he's like like committed to this one person and it's like it's like different cuz in other spy movies they're like you know there's a different girl in every movie yeah, or like yeah. it's just like a different love interest in every movie or whatever but this one is crazy that they kind of like take you know, and and I feel like they did do a lot of like callbacks from like the first movie, 
um which is fine because it's obviously like in the same universe so like yeah all that stuff happened yeah which is cool too because it's kind of like it helps you just kind of like uh you know that's a connective tissue between what we saw in the first one to this one and Mm -hmm. it's like yeah it all happened in the same universe it's all happening in the same timeline i guess so obviously the stuff that happened in the first one is going to affect what happens in the second one but again like i just feel like that was cool that like they allowed him as a character to have this love interest and like it not feel like uh, it's a flavor of the week type of thing. Like, Oh, there's going to be a different girl in the next one or like, Oh, it's going to be, this is going to be that. Like, and it, and there's stakes in it because of that. Like it makes you feel like the weight of like what's going on and like the, uh, the threat that's happening around those characters and stuff. So I thought that was really cool. I like that. I like that angle that they did. Cause they, they did, a, they, it kind of gave, Exy a different uh like a different layer to his character and yeah. allowed him to yeah. kind of like we were able like you said just to kind of like get to know him a little bit what motivates him what like what makes him like an individual like an mm-hmm. actual character a fleshed out three-dimensional character and kind of gives him uh it's not a caricature of a spy it's right. like an actual and, uh, person and uh it gives him another dimension like a three-dimensional character because it's not just him and a spy and that's it it's right. like he's got another life outside of being a spy. So that's what I thought was pretty cool, you know? So Mm -hmm. yeah, I definitely agree with you. That's, that was, that was really cool. And then of course, um, and it was also cool too, that we're, we're still on the subject, like that, she knows that he's a spy too. So it's not yeah. one of those things where it's like, he's always trying to hide it. He's always situation. trying to hide it. And then it just becomes stupid. Cause it's like, come on, dude, like they're not going to know that. Yeah. And again, that kind of goes with, you know, the connective tissue between the first and the second, when you guys find out who his girlfriend is, it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, yeah, obviously she knows who he is and all that right. sort of thing. So, yeah, definitely. Um, and um, and and the other characters that are in there as well are are you know are back, and then new ones that uh, um, I don't want to give anything away, but uh, you got Halle Berry, Jeff Bridges, Channing Tatum, Pedro Pascal, yep, um, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore, of course, as, as the villain, and Elton John. <laughs> yeah, and a little cameo by Elton John. Yes, um, yeah. And, and I'm afraid of getting spoilers because I don't want to, but yeah. it definitely is um, pretty cool. Some of these cameos and stuff. Uh, I will say, um, well, I, I felt like Channing Tatum was underused. Yeah, I wish they would have used them more. Definitely, um, I wish they would have used them just a, a honestly. Bit, I wish a bit more. Yeah. Him and Jeff Bridges, like I feel like they should have used Him both too. of those characters yeah. a little bit more than they did. Um, although I am happy that they use that they kind of put uh, Pedro Pascal like in the in the forefront, so he didn't get overshadowed by right. any of those two characters, which is cool because it was like I really like him as an actor and as like a like he's like a kick-ass character dude like in the in this movie he is um, dude i love him in this character too, so in this, uh, movie so it was like it's it's good to have him there but it, yeah i feel like having those two guys in it, it and maybe it's just like the marketing that they did on it because they did they like gave them posters and they gave them like a lot of like screen time on in the trailers um but it's not really it's not it's not really any of that and yeah so it, that was kind of a bummer it was like they do kind of uh, just kind of like devolve into just like glorified cameos, I guess, or whatever. Like they're not really, you know, essential to the story in any way. Um, they're just kind of there, and that's kind of a bummer. It's kind of like a wasted opportunity. But yeah, again, I feel like without that, then they wouldn't have allowed Pedro Pascal to 
shine as much as he did, I feel like he would have been overshadowed by both of them, I think. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely, dude. Uh, so here are a couple of things that I didn't like. Some of the dialogue I thought was not as great, you mm-hmm. know? Like, you know, there's a scene where they say, and, I, and it stuck to me because I was like, ugh, where they say, um, oh, he's a, uh ex-recruit for the Kingsman until he turned bad. Uh, <laughs> it's like yeah, <laughs> oh, just that line itself was kind of like yeah, it's kind of like a uh, it's kind of like okay guys, we're like in a rush here. Let's like yeah. what do we not, say? Oh, let's say he turned bad. In, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> we have to get to the next one. Just just write it in there. Whatever. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Just to say true. that he turned bad was kind of like it's like I don't know, like junior high writing. Oh, yeah. the, he's this the bad guy. Like. He, they literally could have just said, "Oh, he's now the bad guy." Or something right, like that. you know, right. just I, that made me cringe. When it was like, "Oh, until he turned bad." <laughs> it's like what? Yeah, there yeah, were a I, few uh, instances that were like that. You know, another. Um, oh, I can't remember. I should have written it down, but it was another scene too where um, uh, Mark Strong says something too, and it's very mm. kind of like. Yeah, and that was his line too. It's funny, but it was something very like very you know, elementary, you know, without yeah. giving any real, di- and it's, it wasn't spread out a lot. It was just a few lines here Ooh. and there and stuff. And so, um, it's it just, yeah, you know, you probably could have done a better job than, right. than, than writing it that way. So there were a few instances where I think they could have done better with the writing. Um, and also Channing, Channing Tatum's Southern accent, dude. I don't know <laughs> if I was like, if I wanted to laugh or if I wanted to cringe at this <laughs> and talking yeah. with a southern accent. Yeah, for sure. Um Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh yeah, he there, there were points where I couldn't understand what he was saying. Yeah, there were like a there lot was of, like, there was yeah, uh, certain things were also kind of like Yeah, yeah. Like, what? For sure. Maybe that is true, right? Like I don't know if some southern people you can't understand yeah, what he's saying. Yeah, I'm kinda hoping that his Cajun accent is a little bit better than his southern accent. That makes me scared, yes, about him doing Gambit and trying to do a Cajun accent. Yeah, I don't know. Because they keep saying he's from Louisiana or something like that, or he grew up somewhere like in the bayou or whatever. Like, Really? That's what I heard. I remember reading that somewhere. And like I said, maybe maybe they do talk that way, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. Uh, dude, one of, one of the things that I didn't enjoy so much was, um, like, I feel like, like, like Eggsy wasn't given enough to do uh in terms of action either like there's a lot of time and, and and i guess there's like a um there's like a push and pull to that because i feel like if if eggsy would have done more than it would have they would have had to cut down on what pedro pascal would have done um and even what um you know just just uh sharing time with other characters i feel like he uh I, I, for whatever reason, I just feel like I wanted more from him. Really, and I liked him in, in this terms movie. of like like the action stuff, like um, from Exy. From Exy, yeah. I just kind of feel like they like there was a lot of times where he was just kind of yelling at somebody, um, and um, you know he was just kind of like delivering exposition while there was actual like action going on, like there was stuff going like stuff going down. Uh, but again, like some of the, the scenes that he's in where he's actually getting in the action is actually good. It's okay. actually, it's like it, it, his, his, all his scenes are amazing. Um, but I just feel like, like it, 
it just wasn't i felt like i wanted more from him and i guess credit to him because he was doing such a great job that i just wanted to see him do more of that stuff but um yeah that 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 was just like a very minor thing that i felt like i wanted to just see him do more in terms of the action um okay and, and, I, um, I see i i yeah i, I see where you're coming yeah because you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if, if they would have given him, but I understand it too, because like I said, like, I feel like they would have given him more on screen action time. I guess they would have cut into what Pedro Pascal would have done, what, um, what, uh, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Yeah, like all her crazy stuff. And, um, uh, what's that dude's name? I forget his name. Harry Hart, whatever his, um, Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Yeah. Um, Elton John, too, which which was kind of cool. What Elton John? Yeah, <laughs> kind of to his parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I liked Elton John's cameo. I think in some cases probably they were maybe overusing it a bit. Right. But uh, <laughs> like I read this article earlier today on how uh, they were talking about the um, like the Matthew Vaughn, the director, just kind of forgetting the rule of thirds or something like that. And like you know, you try to limit your cameos, or you try to not overuse like a joke, you know, more than three times, I guess. Um, so really, all, there's all, something. There's a rule or something. I don't like know that? if that's real, and I don't know if I'm if I'm remembering right. For like you know, all our director friends or people who are in the industry, forgive me if I'm not uh, using the term right. But um, I do feel like it got a little it. it was a little stale after a while, just kind of seeing all the Elton John stuff. Like it was a little overused. Um, and, um, yeah, I feel like if they would have limited that a little bit, um, it would have been, I feel like it would have been better, you know, just for like the overall flow of the movie. I agree. So even I that agree. too, like, I feel like, I guess I could credit that scene. More, like I could have seen less of Elton John and more of Eggsy doing like spy stuff yeah you know mm-hmm. so that's I'm, it I'm with you. that was I'm my with thing you. okay and, uh, and okay and i will i will say too one of the deaths in the movie um because there are many deaths in this movie uh kind of kind of bummed me out because i really like this character um and um and i don't know if like don't, it's don't it's, it's early in the movie. It's earlier in the movie, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't expect that character. It, I actually I did expect it because that person wasn't really in a lot of the uh, promotional stuff. Um, so it was. Uh, don't give it away. But, but yeah. I agree. I'm with you though too. And, I was kind of bummed too. I was like, because really? because uh, of I, the like, I feel like even that kind of broke some of like the the typical like spy tropes or whatever, like that relationship that was set up there was like really cool. I feel going in to this movie, I would have wished to have seen more. And I feel like I want to talk about it more, but I don't like, obviously I don't want to give it away, but I feel like even that would have been like really cool to kind of flesh out, you know, these characters, even Exy's character too, to like just have him have this, this, uh, you know, this relationship with this person here. But yeah, definitely. But you know what? Our final, final review is yes, it is beta approved. Uh, we, we liked it. We enjoyed it. It was a, it was a fun time. It was uh, cool to uh, watch all the action scenes and stuff. So mm. I, I, I say go watch it. It's a beta approved. Dude, I feel like we have to say something about Julianne Moore, though. 
What did you feel? How did you feel about her character, her as a villain? Um. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it up. We probably should. Well, maybe that tells you all. <laughs> yeah. She's kind of really uh, as a villain itself. Um. I mean, she she's serviceable. She's not bad at all. But yeah. I think the problem was more that her motivation for the whole movie was kind of like, eh. yeah, it was kind of like she wasn't this like imposing villain mm. itself i think itself the the the, the you know exy had other motivation like yeah. good motivation to go ahead and and um you know without giving it away i guess but just just you know the, it was she served the plot itself but yeah. herself as being like oh you know like everything was like eh. yeah. i mean yeah, that's my official you yeah. know review of hers it just was there you know it wasn't i don't and again, it's not because she was bad. I think it was just, you know, she wasn't given much to do. You know, Right. I mean, she, That's what I was going to say. I feel like her as as a character was, like, good. I feel like the direction that they wanted to take her in, um, you know, with all, like, the nostalgia stuff and all that. Like, I feel like they kind of laid the groundwork for a, um, a uh, um, what's the word, like a... Uh, I, engaging uh villain like someone that you're kind of like oh like that was interesting you know but i feel like they just didn't they didn't drive it home enough like and and i don't know if this was like intentional but it it was it was like i feel like she kind of shared villain duties with like a lot of different people um and it was it was almost like villainy by committee almost you know like because there was you know like a villain um, over here and then there was like another villain over here and then there was like a villain here and they all kind of like developed over time um but her as like the main villain or like who we were 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 or uh, led to believe was like the main villain like the crazy you know mastermind behind all this stuff that's going on wasn't as compelling as i thought it would have been I, I mean you're right there's there's just not one villain there's a mm. couple other that you can say they're villains and stuff yeah. so it kind of you know uh um i guess it takes away the focus from one main villain so yeah. maybe that in that uh respect it kind of hurt it maybe a little mm. bit but um but it doesn't make it a bad movie though at all it's just you know i think it's not even a marvel problem either it's any everybody else of making a compelling villain and i think it's like marvelitis right. in terms of <laughs> villain you know devel- yeah. villain development so um but yeah i mean uh, again not bad at all it's just i think it was just the material that she was given just didn't let her um we we, we didn't let, explore her as much like for example her backstory it, it was literally a news piece that just told her what her backstory is right saying. yeah so you couldn't really <laughs> get a sense of what why she is the way she was. And like, I guess it, it goes again can, to what like you were saying about the writing where there was like um there was a there's like a professor talking and he was like, Oh yeah, she had all the makings of a CEO or a psychopath. Yeah. And it was like a little yeah. on the nose yeah, there. The like nose. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was just and maybe it was meant to be like obviously maybe that like the corniness is like kind of intentional. In a way. Like yeah, all CEOs are psychopaths, right? Or yeah, exactly. Or like, yeah, it's just it was supposed to be like, like, 
you know that that ridiculous to say like oh you know like like yeah. uh, he's a lawyer but he's also a vampire yeah like that you know what i mean yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but um you know i almost feel like at the end you know we see like uh, like other people's motivations were even more compelling and i and i hope that i would have hoped to have seen a little bit more of that too like because uh, that was kind of like a uh, like a quick you know like oh let me dump some exposition on you really quick to tell you why i'm doing this um so even that was like kind of like uh but that was a little bit more compelling and that that you know that choice that that character was making like to push to push them in that direction was kind of like oh damn i could see that you know like i wish they would have if if they would have started with that that would have been cool like you know if they would have like delved deeper into that yeah yeah definitely definitely did um, and then let me also say one more thing to you oh, okay is yeah. uh the the way that they brought back the colin firth uh character like i'm okay with that like it wasn't it wasn't anything that i was like oh, like i rolled my eyes thinking like oh whatever it was like yeah okay it could it the, like okay what a coincidence that they were you know able to do that um i guess you could think that but it's like again you're also thinking of like you know they're using i don't know freaking baseballs as grenades or whatever mm-hmm. and like they have robot dogs or something like that you know like so it's like yeah i guess or, in, in this uh, laser lassos laser lassos yeah exactly so yeah i guess in this universe okay yeah they have that technology to to do that and uh, so i was like yeah so i'm okay with the way that they brought him they brought him back and that's not obviously that's not a spoiler because he's in every he's in, trailer so you know that he gets brought back um but even the way that he's brought back you know in quotes mm-hmm. or whatever um was i thought was pretty cool too cool like what Exy did to to bring him back to bring him back yeah that was pretty dope so yeah it was good so i i we recommend it uh go watch it uh, i think you'll have a good time i don't think you'll regret it, it might have maybe some issues but not not Anything that will break the movie. Yeah, sure. so it's kind of like we said, like in our, excuse me, in our initial reaction to it, it's on par with. It's not better than the first one, but I feel like it's as good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely worth a watch. Yeah, definitely, sure. definitely, dude. So let's switch gears really quick uh, uh, to a different type of. Uh, um, it's not a movie, but different type of uh, uh, entertainment, I guess. It's uh, a Netflix series called uh, American Vandal. Is it a whole series? It's a whole series. I thought it was just like a like a pseudo documentary mockumentary. Well, that's what I thought thing. too. Until when I saw, it, I was like, "Oh, it's a whole series of eight episodes." That's funny. Of like about thirty five minutes, I guess. It, it you know just like with any other uh, series on Netflix, which has happened sometimes, is it's not a set time. Mm. Like one episode could be thirty, the next one could be forty. Yeah. And stuff like that. So it's kind of like that where it nice. kind of ranges. But it's so average it's kind of like minutes. so it is a play on like uh, the what is it called like making making a murder. A murder. Yeah. So where it's like it, a, it's a mockumentary of uh, a high school student who uh, gets expelled because he um, drew and I'm quoting the uh, series itself. He drew 27 dicks on cars. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what's funny is that they make it like 
they make it seem real because they'll have uh like they, they have they're showing clips of like the news yeah. right there and of course and all the cars it's all blurred out or like pixelated <laughs> and stuff and so it's funny because like the guy goes they're like the interview kids are like who do you think did it oh dylan of course he's a he's a notable dick drawer <laughs> so like stuff like that dude so awesome, and then they have dude. like video clips of him like actually drawing him on, on the on the board yeah. and stuff like that so it's cool because they have an actual guy on there, like the kid, one of the kids. It's it's uh, actually one of the um, two of the kids that are in the like uh, TV production in the high school. Uh-huh. And he's like, I decided to do this documentary because, you know, I felt like, you know, he could be innocent as much as he could be guilty. We just have to find the truth. Right. You know, it's, it's like very like serious, but very, you know, funny and stuff. But... Oh, go ahead. No, and that's what I say. That's one of the things that because I haven't seen it yet, um, but I do remember seeing the uh, the trailer for it, and um, that's one of the things that I love that everyone was like was uh, everyone seemed genuine in their seriousness of the issue. I guess mm-hmm. like they all looked like they were taking the matter seriously. Like it wasn't like uh, like I had I didn't I don't even know what to describe it. Or, or to compare it to, but it was like they were all like very concerned with like finding out the truth, I guess, and and that came through, you know, like in the trailer. So, um, so yeah, that looked funny. Like they would actually, you know, uh, go out and do this investigation or whatever. Yeah, and like yeah. in all the interviews that they were doing, like everyone was taking it so seriously. So I think that kind of adds to the comedy of it, I guess. Like yeah, why definitely it makes it hilarious. No, yeah, dude, I, I um, it's it. I mean, that's what drew me drew me in. Was the trailer itself? The trailer was hilarious because mm-hmm. it was all so serious. The music and yeah. like, you know, the 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 TV clips and everything, and it's like a guy who did dicks. Right. Like, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. And so, um, th- so I watched the whole thing, and then and when I watched the trailer, my um, my thing was, oh, it's you know, it's gonna be like a mock- you know documentary. Yeah. But when you find out that it's like a series, then my fear was like, oh, how do they how are they gonna make this joke? Long enough, mm-hmm. and like, how they're gonna Elton John this mess. I know, right? <laughs> but I, I think my fears were kind of, you know, confirmed in that it's funny, but it starts losing its steam, steam a little yeah. towards the end already. It's like I see where they're going, and it's kind of because I, I towards the end, I'm like. It turned like almost serious then, mm-hmm. but I don't think that was their intention because right. there was some funny stuff in there. But it was it was now getting like serious and stuff. Now I was watching it to find out who drew the dicks, right? Like for real, <laughs> like so I was kind of like, okay, so what was it, uh, Dylan yeah. uh, Maxwell? I think it was the, the kid's name, or 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 wasn't it him? You know, it's like they try to put the put these twists and turns and uh-huh. like that was well done. Like he's like, who's got motive? And then they would end it like like each episode would end it goes, but you know Alex Tremboli wasn't even there. Right. <laughs> and then it's the end. Yeah. Ends. You're like, darn it, man! I want to find out right, what happened. Right. You know, want to go in and watch the rest. So, um, so it's it's I'm kind of torn to say yeah, go ahead and watch it because I you know I, I think it did lose its intention of being funny. Mm. Like in some episodes, it was just like. Now it's just like serious, but I don't think they meant it to be serious. Right. But you start taking it that way a little bit, uh, like trying to find out who does what, whatever. So, 
I, I think the problem was that it was it went on too long. It probably mm. should have been like a documentary movie, and it could have been shorter, like just condensed, condensed. Yeah, without having you know a lot of stuff where they were trying to fill in with it stuff. I, it was it was well done. It yeah. was like well done. Like they were like asking teachers and students questions and very investigative and mm. everything. That's what I'm telling you is like it seems funny, but then later it's like oh now it seems like kind of kind of serious. Now. Right, right. And I don't think that was their intention. So I don't know. I know, dude. I got. I would watch. I think it's it's notable to at least watch it, like the first couple episodes. Uh-huh. And if you get hooked in, if you want to watch, then go ahead and watch all of and it. And watch it. Yeah, that that would be my thing. You know, to you know, I'll definitely try it. Out. Try it out because that guy Dylan is funny though too. I don't think, uh, and I don't know where he's from. I, I actually I think I, I looked at it that he's in. Um, he's one of the football players in Twenty Two uh, Jump Jump Street. Yeah. Right? I never recognized him, and then that movie came on TV the other day, and I was like, "Oh, that's that that's guy. guy, yeah, yeah, Rooster or something like that." Yeah. So yeah, that's him. So he's pretty funny, though. I think he's like, he will have, we'll probably see him in other stuff yeah. pretty soon and stuff. So nice, uh, but it was interesting. It was it was pretty dope. That's funny. Yeah, I think I'm. I'll try to check it out because, like I said, Just I was like, I was con- like, I was uh, drawn in and kind of convinced by how serious they were making it look. Uh, but it, it and it goes to what you were saying like it was well done too so it wasn't like i don't know like like an adam sandler uh type of like mockumentary or whatever where it was just kind of like where you can just kind of tell that they're trying to be funny or they're like poking fun at whatever it isn't like it actually seemed like yeah they were kind of like straddling the line of like seriousness and like comedy or whatever and like just kind of going back and forth that you really don't know like what the heck is it supposed to be funny is it supposed to be serious like am i really trying to like invest in this investigation or yeah, whatever that, but and well that's how i felt like i finished it you know earlier today before we went to the movies i was like looking at uh, a couple episodes and then at the end i was kind of like i don't know if i should want to finish it or, or i need to find out what happened right. stuff like so it, it was uh it's interesting for sure. It's a, it was an interesting experiment for them, you know, and I think uh, it didn't it didn't fail completely, but I think it it like you said it lost its steam yeah. towards the end. So, um, but uh, it was interesting. I think you know having it was kind of smart to do a mockumentary type, dude. But they probably should have shortened it. Props to them though, dude, that they could extend like a freaking beepy joke for what is it like eight hours or whatever. Yeah, no, not that because they're only about thirty minutes, eight episodes. So, so like let's say like six hours five or like six that. hours yeah. like that's pretty admirable dude like yeah. that a that a freaking like a penis joke can last you that long so props to those dudes for being as creative as they were and and making it last that long definitely dude get it, get it. penis joke last long boom Ooh, there you go dude nice. <laughs> hey so um so w- the other thing we wanted to kind of throw out there and talk about is uh so it's fall tv season uh obviously we've officially started some shows have come back some new ones are are on but we wanted to talk about our top five uh new and old shows that are returning so in three or five five so so in no particular order um puncher uh yeah (laughs) <laughs> Number two in order, because I was gonna leave that one for the end. Uh, probably because it's most anticipated, but uh, at least for us. Uh, but but I wanted to go ahead and, and share a couple uh things that I thought would be kind of cool to go ahead and, and kind of talk a little bit about some of these shows that, like I said, 
old and new that are coming back. But uh, besides the one you mentioned, what was the other one I mentioned? I just forgot. Walking Dead. Well, well, okay. So we're talking about uh, returning shows. One of them, of course, is The Walking Dead, and why it's uh, so anticipated for us is that now it's f- full on war. Ah, dude. And, and in fact, yes. I think in the comic that's what it's called is all out war. And, oh, really? Yeah, in the comics, this this whole when they're fighting against Negan, it's just called all out war. Could I ask a question really quick? Sure, go ahead. You don't have to raise your hand though. Yeah, I, I just want to make sure I got your attention. Um. Is this how you would feel every year after watching Game of Thrones and then heading into The Walking Dead? Because, and I don't know if this is just a, a, a you know, a testament to how good The Walking Dead was, and I'm no, I'm sorry, how good Game of Thrones was, and like how how I don't want to say bad The Walking Dead was, but how like The Walking Dead kind of left us wanting a little bit, like. I, I don't know if it's that or if it's just like, did you guys always experience this when like, you know, Game of Thrones was off and, and Walking Dead was on or were they both kind of going on simultaneously? I don't remember. Uh, well, no, because because um, they were so far apart. You know what I mean? So, well, not technically. Um, it was tough because they were both on Sundays because the walk the, the Walking Dead, the second half of The Walking Dead... Uh, was towards the end, um, and uh, Game of Thrones was starting because because in the past Game of Thrones usually started around March and April. Oh, okay. and by that time, like The Walking Dead was already like almost towards the end. Yeah. So, so you know what I mean. So like, so Walking Dead's ending, then Game of Thrones is kind of starting right, a little right, bit. Right. Uh, or so in kinda, the middle of ending. Yeah, yeah. so it kind of worked that way. Where you yeah, can like, exactly. So you're kind of like ending Sundays and then you're starting up with Game of Thrones. And yeah, 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 Sort of. Okay. So Game of Thrones goes through and then you wait the summer and then Walking Dead and then the next winter, the second part of Walking Dead and then Game of Thrones. So nice. kind of worked out that way a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's just because like for yeah. now, for whatever reason, I'm anticipating uh, I like... I feel like I am anticipating the the next season of Game of Thrones more than the return of The Walking Dead. Even though I'm still excited about watching The Walk of The Walking Dead because yeah, like you said, this time it's finally like we're finally going to see and maybe that's what it is, is that the like, you know, the last couple of seasons or like the last season or whatever has been so doom and gloom, dude, like and and now it's just barely like picking up steam for our, you know, beloved survivors. That um, maybe with this time now that like we'll have a few more victories on our side, that it'll become a little more enjoyable as opposed to just getting beat down week after week, and um, you know just trying to recover from all that. Definitely, I think we're finally gonna see like them in action. You know, not yeah. being like you said, beat down week after week. Obviously, that last episode, you finally got to see them fight back and stuff. But um, yeah, I think this season is gonna be exciting. They're gonna have. You know, uh, they're just going to be going after um, Negan and stuff, and now it's going to be all out wars, dude. So yeah. definitely, man. So the other, um, and that comes out October twenty uh, fourth. Nice, October twenty fourth. Um, another show that I'm looking forward to, dude, is um, a show on Fox premieres October first. October 1st is um, Ghosted. 
Go. Oh, is that the one with the uh, Adam Scott and, um, and Craig Robinson? Craig Robinson. Yeah, dude, that looks so funny to me, dude. It's like a X Files meets Fringe type comedy. Yeah. So it looks great, dude. I I think it looks funny, dude. Craig Robinson and Adam Scott are both funny. It's kind of like The Office meets uh, Parks and Rec, dude. So yeah, exactly. Craig Robinson dude. from The Office and Adam Scott from Parks and Rec. So um, it looks funny to me, dude. It, it looks funny. It, it premieres on October first on a Sunday. Uh, nine eight thirty on uh, Fox. So, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Like we haven't had, you know how much I miss Fringe, man. Sometimes I still watch it. I'll put it on and watch. And and Fringe is more of a drama, and and I'll, of course X Files is too. But when you put those together and make it into a comedy, dude, I, I don't know, man. I I'm hoping I have high hopes for them. And I like Adam Scott and uh, Craig Robinson. Did well, you meet so. uh like Craig Robinson just? Like it does it for me, dude. Like that guy, I feel like anything that guy does is like hilarious to me, dude. So I'm excited to see them in, you know, the this scenario or whatever. Like them trying to fight ghosts and like, do all like all. It's just like the possibilities are really endless, dude. So just like, uh, yeah, I, I just want to see them like, you know, like in, in that space or whatever, and just seeing what what they're able to do is gonna be pretty sweet. Yeah, definitely, dude. Um, the next one, dude, that I'm really looking forward to, that it actually looks pretty good, is The Gifted. The Gifted, yeah, actually. The Gifted I've, looks really good, and that's on uh, also on Fox, and that premieres October 2nd. That's on a Monday at 9 o'clock, so, uh, well, 9 o'clock Pacific time. So, um, it's a show that's based on the X-Men universe, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it, it's not known what time period or something because they mentioned in the promos they'll mention you know yeah they mentioned the x-men, X-Men and the brotherhood of and they're mutants, like but we don't yeah. even know if they exist anymore or whatever yeah. so it's like so obviously yeah you don't know what timeline it's in but obviously it's past the x-men glory days i guess like well, so what fox has said that is that because the timeline is all jacked up uh, oh, then you know they didn't say jacked up, but because of the different timelines that occurred because of uh, Days of Future Past, yeah, that they could mess around with the timelines. That this Which could is be cool, dude. within that same universe, but a different timeline. So it's kind of interesting. I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of a a little loop. Uh, I mean, a loophole in the yeah. whole where does it belong? But still, it's kind of cool that they if they mention some of these X-Men or not. So it's kind of sure. cool. And it looks great, dude. I think it looks, you know, well done. I mean, yeah. we haven't seen it, of course, but it looks like it's going to be pretty good. So I, I'm hoping. And and one of the things that, I, that I'm that i looking forward to with this show is, um, like, it, it's it's kind of like calling me back to the days of Heroes, dude, like the like the OG Heroes, like the first and second season, um, which were, like, freaking amazing. Uh, it, it kind of has like that vibe to it, dude. Where it's like that corporation following people who have gifts or whatever, and like, you know, putting them and like capturing them and like putting them in these weird like jail cells or whatever it is. Like, um, I like that, dude. So the, even even if it is like a rehash of that idea, but just in like the X Men universe, like to me that's fine, dude. Because now they're just using characters that we're familiar with and putting them in those same type of scenarios, like. I don't know. That's kind of like a perfect formula for me. So, um, so I, I'm I I feel like I'm going to enjoy this show. And you know, with I feel like Legion kind of opened up the door for these shows to kind of branch out and do different things. You know, with with um, 
with uh, you know with these characters and with the stories and where they can go. So I'm excited to see where like all these new X Men shows are going now. So that's I, I feel like I feel like the the possibilities are endless for that too. Yeah, so definitely. I'm excited. Definitely, know me too, man. It, it, it looks great. I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, with with Fox did with Legion, dude, and and Legion being one of my favorite shows right now, dude, and and, and hopefully they uh, take this into uh, in, in the right path. I mean, Brian Singer's involved in it, yeah. so that's pretty cool that he's he's involved in. Uh, um, he can't let go of the Marvel universe. I'm sorry, hey, the, dude, uh, the X Men universe. universe. That's yeah. cool. I mean, he's he's yeah. he's in an all right job, dude. No, he's, he did. I mean, the the um, uh, X Men and the second, the first and second one are are still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't do the third one. Uh, lucky for him, he didn't do. Yeah, because it. it wasn't that great. But um, so the the last two. Uh, so we'll put these in order. <laughs> I guess that we want to see them. Uh, Stranger Things season two. Dude, October twenty seventh on Netflix. Just can't, dude. Everything, dude. I I cannot wait for this, dude. Just it's, can't. It looks it looks really good. Um. It's just uh, so excited about this coming back um, and seeing all these characters back again. I'm, I'm just excited about it, dude. You know, every every of these characters, the new characters that are being announced to, uh, um, Samwise Gamgee, what's his name? Uh, Sean Astin. Sean, Sean Astin. Astin. Uh, I want to say Sam. <laughs> Sam. Sean Astin um, is uh, is in this ep- is in this uh, season. Uh, a couple other actors as well. So it. it uh, yeah, I'm just so excited about it, man. This is just, you know, it looks great. Dude, honestly, don't I? I honestly don't even know what to say about the show other than like, hurry up. We need a, we need this, dude. We need to watch it. It's so good. That first season was just so amazing, dude. So, and they left a lot of questions, dude. So, and there's um, no reason to believe that this season is not going to be as good. So, ah, of course, dude. You, know, you got the same. Of course, they had, yeah, these. That I feel like they just struck gold with all these kids, dude. Yeah. Like they did such a great job just casting all these kids, and um, uh, yeah, I just I can't see them not succeeding, not doing well. It's gonna be great, dude. Definitely, dude. And our number one most anticipated fall TV show, so anticipated they haven't even released a, a, a release date on this well, or a premiere date actually. Well. From what I've heard, but there is some well, rumors, and I'll read it to you right now. But let me tell you about what TV show we're talking about. Darkness. We are talking about. <laughs> I don't know the lyrics of the song, but dude, that was pretty dope. We're talking about the Punisher, that. yeah. And, and the reason why uh, we're so excited about is about this is that they released the trailer for the Punisher. Was it today or yesterday? Yesterday, uh, right? yesterday, I think. Or day before when yesterday? did I post it? I posted yesterday, so it was yeah, it was yesterday. We're in um, yesterday, being Thursday. We're just giving away when we recorded this. I know, podcast. but uh, <laughs> that's all good. Uh, well, everybody knows we just said we after just we watched the Kingsman. Um, Thursday uh, is when they released the trailer for the Punisher, and it was freaking amazing, dude. It was it looks so good. It looks so good, but it also looks like man, this 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 Punisher. Like this character doesn't even belong in the Netflix MCU kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Like in the Netflix universe because yeah. he's he's got no powers, but he's like you know just a killing machine, dude. And he's like killing, dude. Yeah, he's this, like blasting. Yeah, they're dude. not shying away from the brutality 
of the Punisher, dude. Like they're going full bore on this thing, dude. Like he is, yeah, taking dudes out. Oh, like yeah. he, even in that little like. Um, even that little clip teaser thing that they put out of like the where he's going like full on Rambo and he's like hiding in the woods and like oh, I those know. dudes yeah, have yeah. like the little GoPro cameras on him and stuff. Like even that too, it's like, dude, they're, they're just like letting you know, like this is the level of intensity that this dude is bringing that this show is going to have like throughout. I seriously, I just cannot wait, dude. Definitely, dude. And John Bernthal, dude. It's just, just, this is genius casting to put him as the punisher dude yeah. it was it is amazing dude and and uh if you haven't seen john Bernthal as a punisher in daredevil season two you just are doing yourself a disservice dude you're missing out you're missing, you're out, missing out he is he's he was probably my favorite part of that season was um the punisher and Definitely. uh but I just can't wait. So we were saying that there were rumors could, because if you watch that newest trailer from The Punisher, it says like, you know, they have blurred out the date that's coming out and it's like 2017. Which is awesome, by the way. Yeah. That's that one of the things that, I, that I've loved about all the, the promos that they've been putting out because they've been doing this for a while where it's kind of like glitching out like the, the actual dates. They show the 2017, but they don't show the other dates. Um, and, and like, it's just cool that they're doing that. And even when they... When like Marvel or like Netflix posts the the trailers, um, they'll do the same thing. They'll kind of use like the little like dark block emojis, and then just kind of like put the twenty seventeen at the end, um, which is just brilliant, dude. It's dope because like you said, it just kind of builds up that anticipation of like, yeah, dude, like why aren't they releasing the date? Like why aren't they putting that out there? But I guess it kind of goes with. I I feel like one of the tagline one of the taglines for the show, uh, which comes out in the trailer, is like. Uh, uh, what does it say? Like you got to take the truth or something like that, or um, yeah, things like that. You got to take the truth, right, or something like that. So it's kind of cool that they're like it's kind of playing with those themes of like you know all these like facts or whatever are like hidden. You just got to go in there and like take it. So I I don't know. I think that's pretty cool the way that it definitely doing that. is, dude. So what um so from what I've read was that uh, there's a, a website called MCU Exchange. That they got their hands in an upcoming issue of a magazine called Total Film, and in there is an article that says the Punisher is uh, has a release date of October thirteenth. Yep. So it's possible October thirteenth is the release date for. And what's the October thirteenth? Friday. Friday. Friday the thirteenth. Boom! I cannot wait, dude. It's perfect. So that is our number one uh, anticipated show. There's, of course. A lot of other shows. I know a lot of listeners that we have like to listen to the last. Uh, listen, like to watch um, uh, one of us. No, wait. What's it? What is? What is it called? Huh? What? One of us. Just us. Just us. The Last of Us. What, what are you saying? What are you talking about? <laughs> the one show that everybody cries with, dude. Oh yeah, this is us. This is us. There you go. Yeah. One of us. One, one of us. One of us. The Last of Us. <laughs> yeah. Just us. Uh, just just this? the two of us. <laughs> so uh, I know people want to anticipate that. Uh, I'm looking forward to watch the blacklist again. So there's a lot of other shows. Lethal Weapon is actually pretty good. Um, but uh, those are our five most anticipated shows. Dude. So check them out. Let us know if you guys agree with our picks. So, uh, but with that said, we're gonna go ahead and end the show for today. Um. Jay, anything? Uh, no. No? 
I'm tapped. Any new projects you want to announce? Um, Will be performing next? No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no I'm just kidding. Right, guys. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed our review of uh, Kingsman, our view into American Vandal and all the shows that are coming out. Go ahead and uh, share the podcast with other people. Tell them to go ahead and listen. We'd love to uh, have a few more listeners as well. So thank you so much, guys. Go to our uh, all of our social media at The Beta Report. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's at The Beta Report. For The Beta Report, this is Jeff. This is Jay. Till next week. Peace. Laters.